Good morning, everyone. It's Monday, and I am super excited to bring to you a word of encouragement today. I am always so honored, and it's such a humbling experience when God uses me for his glory. But not only that, I am honored that Pastor Corey and Minister Artra would allow me to come before you and share the good news of the gospel. Today, my uh, word of encouragement is on the peace of God, the gift of God. And I pray today that the words I share with you today will incite you to be all that God has created you to be and to do all that God has created you to do. And also, um, I just want to share what the Lord laid on my heart to encourage you today. And it's talking about just the peace of God. God wants you to be free from everything that hinders you from walking in the perfect peace and the perfect will of God. And so in Genesis 2, verses 2 and 3, it reads, This, the heavens and the earth, were completed in all their vast array. By the seventh day, God finished the work he had been doing. So on the seventh day, he rested all of his work, well, actually from all of his work, then God blessed the seventh day and made it holy because on it, he rested from all the work of creating that he had done. And also on Calvary, when Jesus was crucified and he also said, it is finished. And that just basically means it's all done. It wasn't nothing else to do. And you know, when I think about that, God did not rest because he was tired. Jesus did not say it's finished because he was tired. What he was basically saying that there is a rest for his people. God is, wasn't tired. You don't have to be tired to say it's finished. You don't have to say that you're tired because you're resting. Because resting is not a state of inactivity. Resting means that your mind, your will, your emotions are lining up to the peace of God where you can be in that place of rest. When all hell is breaking loose, you can stay continually in that place. You know, as I was um, thinking about what God wanted me to share about the peace of God, just in the book of Exodus, it talks about how God sent Moses to deliver the children of Israel from the hands of Pharaoh and out of Egypt. And the whole entire time as he prepared them and carried them and took care of them, they complained. I believe the scripture says even three days out of the wilderness, they complained about that. God directed them and led them by a pillar of smoke and a cloud of fire. Just constantly, he fed them uh, a meat. He fed them bread. He had water coming out of the rocks. And just imagine being in a, a, the wilderness like that for 40 years. And they were in there for 40 years because they were disobedient, because they didn't believe, because they operated in unbelief. He told them what to do, but they decided they wouldn't do it because, of course, they were not satisfied. But not only that, they didn't believe that God could deliver them. But he had already proven 
himself strong. He had an awesome track record. He took care of them. Can you imagine being in the wilderness for 40 years? Your clothes are not worn out. Now, ladies, now you know, we're always trying to get a new outfit. And your shoes were not torn. Now, you know, we have so many shoes, but they only had one pair. And no one was sick. They didn't even say that nobody had a cold. They said no one was sick. No one was feeble. But they still operated in unbelief. They murmured, they complained that they didn't think God could deliver them. But just look at that picture. He parted the Red Sea for them. And it wasn't for 50 people. It was millions of people. Now, can you imagine water being held off that long for that many people to cross over the Red Sea? But yet they still operated in unbelief. You know, and even when they were out there in the wilderness, God just became angry with them because of unbelief. You know, in Hebrews 3 and 18 and 19, he says, And to whom did God swear that they would never enter his rest, if not to those who disobeyed? So we see that we were not able to enter that rest because of unbelief. Beloved, I just want to encourage you today. You don't have to be stressed out. You don't have to be worried. You can get in that state of peace, the gift of God that he gave us, because peace is a gift of God. You know, he says, blessed are the peacemakers, for they will be called children of God. He wants his children to be at peace. Make peace with your life. Make peace with your situation. But that doesn't mean that if you have this or if you have that, that I'm happy. He's not talking about happiness because happiness is fading. One day you're up. One day you're down. One day you're leveled to the ground. That's not what he's talking about. He's talking about a peace that surpasses all understanding. You don't know why you feel that way because the reason that you do, especially people wouldn't think you would be feeling that way because all hell is breaking loose. You know, you don't have this. You don't have that. You can't have this. You can't have that. You can't go there. You can't go here. And your children are home. You're trying to work. You're frustrated. You're busted, disgusted, and you feel like you can't even be trusted. But God trusts you with the gift of peace where you can stay in that place continually. Every situation that you're in, he's already provided. You know, you can tap into the promises and the peace of God and continually stay there. He says in Colossians 3 and 15, he says, let the peace of Christ rule in your heart. Since as members of one body, you were called to peace and be thankful. And that's just awesome right there in itself. He says, let his peace rule. That means surrender your will and let God rule in that place that takes you out of that peaceful place. You don't have to be stressed out. And I know it's a lot to say because I know you're looking at me and you're saying, oh, girl, please. But really, though. You can continually stay in that peace because just like I said, the children of God are blessed because they are peacemakers, you know. But also he says in 1 Peter 5 and 7, he says, cast your cares 
Or did he not say, cast all of your cares? And he says, all. And that means everything because he cares for you. He says he's concerned about everything that concerns you. So don't take it lightly that, you know, I'm going to keep this because I'm going to take care of this and I'm going to let God take care of that. He says, cast all of it. Oftentimes in situations, because we have gotten used to controlling and taking care of everything. So we have a plan A, we have a plan B, we have a plan C. But how about just totally eliminate all those plans and just, and just go with plan G? God, Abba, our Father, because he cares for us. And you know, and going back to the story in Exodus with the children of um, Israel, he gave them everything, water coming out of rocks. Meat flying out from heaven. Bread being on top of the land when they get up every morning. He even told them on the sixth day, gather enough for the seventh day, which is the Sabbath, because he didn't want them to work. He wanted them to just rest in the provisions of God. But they complained. I mean, they were just like little children. If the, the um, parents are away, then they just act the food. They didn't need to act the food because he's already provided for them. Their leader Moses was going to talk to the father for them because God was adding more blessings, more provisions. But what did they do? They complained about that. He's gone too long. What are we going to do? You can't make a decision and stay in that place of obedience just for a little while. They didn't have to be in the wilderness 40 years, but they were because of disobedience. And God said also, because of your murmuring and complaining, because of your disobedience, you're going to stay in this place. And that means that you couldn't get the rest that God has already provided for you. You know, in 1 Peter, in 1 Peter, I believe it says 3 and 11, they must turn from evil and do good. They must seek peace and pursue it. You've got to run down peace. You got to grab hold to it. You got to guard it just like your life depends on it because it does. Because outside of having peace, you are a wreck. You are tore up from the floor up because you don't know what to do. You pull this way. You pull this way. You can't resolve anything. You're just stressed out, but that's not the perfect plan of God. You know, peace is an active force working for the believer. It is better to have God's peace than to try to figure out. You don't need to try and figure it out. He says in Isaiah 26 and 3, the word of God says, you will keep, you will be, you will keep in perfect peace those whose minds are steadfast because they trust in you. They trust in God. So when you trust God, you can stay continually in that place of peace. You know, peace to me means nothing missing, nothing broken, complete in Christ. And that's who we are. We are children of God. God has not withhold any good gift from us. And that one gift I'm talking about today is the peace of God. It's a gift of God. He says, peace, I leave you. My peace, I give you. I do not give it to you 
that what the world gives you. He says, don't let your heart be troubled and do not be afraid. And that's what it says in John 14 and 27. He was already preparing you that this world and situations would be crazy. They would be troubling. They would absolutely bother you and they would stand in the way of you being in a place of peace. And so he already provided for you. He says, I'm going to give it to you. Not like what the world has. See, the world doesn't have peace. The world has uh, temporary happiness. Like I said, you're up, you're down, you're level to the ground. You don't know which way you're going. You're going this way. You're going that way. You don't know where you're going. But also in Philippians 4, 6 through 7, it says, don't be anxious for anything. But in every situation, that means when the bill collectors are calling. That means when your money is funny. That means when your job is crazy. That means when your children are crazy. That means when the dog is acting up. That means when your family member is not speaking to you. That means when they're talking crazy. That means when you go to grocery store and you don't have enough money. That means when your neighbor is acting crazy. That means everything all. He says in every situation. And when he says every, that means every situation. He says by prayer and petition with thanksgiving, present your request to God. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your heart and your minds in Christ. And you know, and that means what he wants you to do, basically present that issue and give it to him. Be totally persuaded that God is going to do what he said he is going to do. You know, when um, his word says, and let the peace and that means soul harmony, which comes from Christ, rule and act as an empire continually. That means it doesn't stop. It says, don't stop, don't stop, just keeps going, keep. It keeps going, just like the ever ready um, battery, the little rabbit going on and on and on and on. That means continually in your heart, deciding and settling with finality all questions that arise in your minds. In that peaceful state to which as members of Christ, one body, you were also called to live and be thankful. That means appreciative, giving praise to God always. And that's just another translation of Colossians 3 and 15. Beloved, don't get concerned about what's going on. Don't believe the hype. Be caught up. Be hyped up on the promises of God the peace of God. You can't even explain it. All hell is breaking loose and you are sitting back, sipping your tea, watching your favorite program. Cast all your cares, give it to him. He's concerned about, about you. And you know, beloved, I pray that peace and love be your anchor today. You know, peace is a state of, of fullness and perfection, overflowing inner and outer joy and peaceful serenity. Our God is Jehovah Shalom. He provides us with wholeness, completeness, soundness, health, safety, prosperity, and provisions. So what is there to be worried about?
If he can take care of the lilies in the field and the birds in the air, you know he will take care of you. He has a proven track record. He has not failed you. You trust God with your heart. You trust God with everything, your will, your emotions. You trust God with it. And that peace will surround you like a flood. And you will continually stay in that peace, place of peace. And beloved, before I close, let peace be your umpire. Stay in that place. But also, I just want to make sure that all is right with God, that you have a right standing, that these promises that he has for you, you have a legal right to get it because it's your inheritance, because of the blood bought um, rights of Jesus. You are his children. He loves you everlasting. And in saying that, if you don't know Jesus as your Lord and Savior, if you have walked away from him and you want to come back, he is married to the backslider. And you know, I said that in my last message to you. He loves you. He cares for you. He, you know, Jesus says that he will leave the 99 for that one. And if that one is you, he's talking to you. Salvation is for you today. He's not angry with you. He loves you. We are excited for you because we want to welcome you home into the family of God. And in saying that, I just need you to repeat this prayer with me. It's very simplistic, but it's powerful. And I just want you to say, Heavenly Father, I believe that Jesus died on the cross for me and he rose again. Forgive me of my sins. I give you my life. I want Jesus to come into my life, to come in my heart, and I accept Jesus as my Lord and Savior. And you're saved. Hallelujah. I thank God for that. I pray that the words that I've shared with you today, that they fall on fertile soil, fertile soil, and that you surrender your will, your worries, your concerns for his peace. And if you pray that prayer, I just pray that you can just put in the comments, I'm saved. I want you to be bold enough to do that. And if you need to share your testimony, Pastor Corey and Minister Artra would love to talk with you. They would love to pray for you. They will contact you just to make sure that all is well with you. If the Rock Church could be a blessing to you, please let them know. Also, I want you to get in your word because the Bible is your owner's manual. It tells you what to do. It tells you all about you because God knew from the end what the beginning would be for you. He always deals with the end and he has a perfect plan for your life and my life and all of his children. If you want to um, contact us, we are on Facebook called The Rock Church. Um, on Instagram, we're called Rock Raleigh. We're in all the social media outlets. Feel free to contact us. We would love to hear you. And also share this. Like it, share it with someone and be a blessing to them. 
and be that blessing that God has called you to be. Walk in peace. Let love and peace be your anchor. And until next time, let the peace of God rule and reign in your body. Let it be your umpire. Thank you for hearing me today. Thank you for joining in. I love you. We love you. Be encouraged. Think on those things that will keep you in that place of peace. See you next time. Abundant blessings to you.